Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to a special program from infertility to family. It can be a difficult subject. This hour, we talk about finding the pathway to parenthood using today's fertility treatments. Today's show is brought to you by the Utah Fertility Center. Our host is Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. So grateful to have you with us to talk about this very important topic. And Dr. Russell Falk is with me. He is the medical director of the Utah Fertility Center. And I am delighted to welcome to the program this beautiful young couple. I wish that the cameras were on so that you could see (laughs) Tyler and Callie. Welcome to the show, Tyler and Callie. Thank Thank you. Thank you both for coming. Before I get your story, I want to ask the doctor one follow-up question to something we were talking about a moment ago. And that is, you made a point I want to follow up on, Dr., when should someone seek fertility treatment? How long are they trying to get pregnant before they just say, okay, that's enough. I'm going to go and seek fertility treatment. So the general rule of thumb is if you've been unable to conceive within 12 months of trying, then you should seek care. Is that at any age? No, it actually uh, is reduced to six months if you're over 35 years old. Now, uh, one follow-up question to that. What about if I have a miscarriage? If I have one miscarriage, do I come in and seek fertility treatment, or does it require that I have multiple miscarriages? Um, well, it doesn't require that to be seen. One miscarriage occurs, as I mentioned earlier, about in 20% of all pregnancies. So usually if someone's had one miscarriage, the next pregnancy has an 85% chance of doing fine. So don't fear like it's going to happen each time. But if someone has had more than two, then certainly you worry that there could be a reason for it Mm. because you take 20% squared and now you're down to 4% and a third miscarriage would be less than 1%. And when it's less than 1%, you know it's no longer bad luck. There's something wrong that's causing those issues. Right. All right. Now I want to talk to these wonderful young people, Tyler and Callie. I want to – how did you make the decision – to seek fertility treatment because you're so young. What, how was this decision made? Who wants to answer? Um, well, so we had tried on our own for about a year and a half, and we had heard what Dr. Falk said, after a year, go seek treatment. So after a year and a half, we were like, okay, we need we need some help. So we actually went to an OB first, uh-huh. which honestly I think caused more harm than good. Really? <laughs> Way more questions, yeah, unanswered questions. So we pretty much tried again for a whole nother year. It felt like on our own. And then we finally went to Dr. Folk after two and a half years. And so. and what did that feel like? It was, um, for us, just a lot more clarity than we had had in the past. And looking back on it, we wish that we would have followed the one-year rule, rule and went directly to Dr. Folk. But you Falk. might not have known the one-year rule. Well, we, we actually did. But for us, we viewed going to a fertility specialist as like the big last thing that you do when everything else doesn't work. So... It was like the big expensive decision, I guess. And you um, probably thought, we're so young, this is going to happen. Well, we, right. don't, we don't look as young as... as young. <laughs> we're, we're young. We're, we're, yeah, we're, you're we're, young. We're relatively young. Yeah. But, anyway, but yeah, it was, it was one of those things where we're glad that we... We're glad that we ultimately did it, but we wish we would have done it sooner. Oh, yeah, because now, can I say... 
Oh, yeah. Now you're pregnant. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> Which I'm so happy. We're so excited. To share. Yes. So one of the things is, and if it's not all right for me to ask you that, you just tell me. But one of the things that held you back is you were nervous about the money. Well, I mean, f- thankfully, we, we had the means to do it. But, yeah, of course, as a young couple, it's something that's obviously on your mind. Um, so that was one one factor. And then, I I don't know, it was just... There were probably a whole number of reasons that held us back. I, well, I feel like it's going to a fertility doctor. You feel like, okay, something big is wrong with me, mm-hmm. and you don't want to hear that. So I think it was kind of a fear like, oh, man, if we go, they're just going to tell us something huge is wrong. But <laughs> honestly, it was the complete opposite. Yeah. And he, Dr. Folk made it so simple, and we were like, okay, we should have done this two years ago. What did you tell them, doctor? Well, I think what's interesting in their particular case is one of the things that prompted them to come in was a, a relative who had suffered from infertility. I believe it's your brother. Yeah, my brother. And they came in a year or two prior, and within the first month, they were able to get pregnant. Very easy problem, fixed it, and they have a beautiful boy now because of it. And I think that gave them the reassurance that, oh, those fears about us having a major problem may not be true. It could be quite a simple process. We just have to fix it and get back on the right path. That's one of the misconceptions then, that, that if, you are, if you're not conceiving, that there's a huge problem, right, right, but yeah. it might be a small problem. Yeah, and, and I think it touches on what you mentioned earlier in that infertility affects one of the core important things in our lives. Being able to reproduce and have children is one of our essentials of living, to pass on our genes, to experience parenthood. And so the impact it has on someone who feels they might lose that it's comparable psychologically to being diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. to losing your life. Um, and so it has a huge impact on folks. And so when it affects you, of course, it brings in all sorts of fears and sometimes myths and min- misconceptions. You know, I think, too, about the depression that all right, that, is this if this is too personal of a question, you just tell me. Oh, no, you're fine. Did you feel depressed in those months waiting, hoping, waiting, hoping, waiting, hoping to get pregnant and not getting pregnant before you went to see Dr. Falk? Yeah, I would say before we went to Dr. Falk, because every month you're like, maybe this is the month, maybe this will happen. I and remember that. Your period Callie? starts. And it's I remember like, all that. Right, <laughs> Got to try again. And so it's a lot of emotions. And. I think it's okay to feel those emotions, but I think what's dangerous is to linger on the bad emotions because then I think it's just detrimental because you, you think this is never going to happen, and then you just get way more like depressed. Than, yeah. yeah. Do couples come to you in that state? I imagine they do. Very often. And that's one of the beautiful things about what I do is I love instilling hope, real hope, not false hopes, but real hope and saying, you know what, this is not a, an insurmountable problem. It's a very fixable problem. We can fix virtually every cause of infertility. And so once people see that, then they can get off that cycle of despair and frustration and and able to find a path where they can eventually become parents. Because I remember feeling, and I shouldn't project this onto you, but I remember feeling like, what's wrong with me? Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I think it was hard, too, because... Luckily, I mean, our marriage was great and we were fine, but each of us were like, man, it must be my fault or it must be my fault. Like something's <gasps> oh, wrong. <laughs> this isn't happening for some I'm sure there the are other. so many couples listening right now who can relate to that. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and then to finally be able to fix whatever problem it is would be, a, would, would be just really a blessing, uh, an answer to a prayer. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. need to take another break. When we come back, I want to talk more about the causes. I want to talk about the treatments. I want to talk about receiving good news and bad news and what that feels like. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with my guests on this very special edition. It is Fertility and Your Family. Back in a moment. (music) 